All right. Have you seen the CMA ratings? Did pretty well. They uh, at least stay where they were uh, in line with last year. Here we go. Three, two. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're talking about already with family and friends. We have conversations about current events, pop culture, trends, headlines in the news, music, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna, my second act. Hello, Donna. Do not um, give this type of stuff much attention because, you know, opinions are like, you know what, everyone has one. Right, right. Um, But there's this fella who will go unnamed who we do a radio show together. If you don't know, if you're new to the podcast Um, and he is a listener to the radio station and he posts all the time on the radio station website about how much he cannot stand you and I. Uh Okay. All right. And so people were posting, you know, good morning. Can't wait. You know, can't wait to get up with you guys. Blah, blah, blah. Very nice stuff. And then, in comes prisoner X. Okay. Okay. Do I know him? And, and I don't know. Okay. And he says, Donna, me, is blank. And the word he uses, I'm not going to use because it's so bad because it refers to special needs people, but it's a word that people used to use a long time ago that now that they know better, they don't use. Right. Do you know where I'm going here? Uh, it starts with an R. Correct. I hate that word. I absolutely despise that word. And here's the thing. I talk all the time on this podcast about snowflakes and how politically correct we've all gotten. And I, I totally understand that. This is different because it refers to a group of people who have no control over their disability. And number one, I'm not. But number two, who says that? And so I, you shouldn't do this, but someone told me, actually it was Jen Hobby who told me like, don't take advice or criticism from anybody. Actually, don't take criticism from anyone you wouldn't take advice from. If you don't mind, let me jump in. So let, me, let me jump in and name check Jen Hobby. But for those that don't know, maybe out of Atlanta, uh, Jen Hobby, legendary radio host uh, here in the Atlanta market. And uh, we were, I worked with her at uh, the former Kicks where I was for 26 years for quite uh, five, six, seven years. Just very talented. Uh, does a lot of uh, side work, television, and, and just a very popular female radio personality here in this market. And, and supremely talented. And when I started, when we started doing the podcast, she was so supportive. And I said, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. And she said, listen, people will come at you for everything. They come at me for the way I look. They come, I mean, just horrible, hateful, hateful things. I don't care about any of that. You can tell me I'm fat, ugly. You don't agree with me. That's fine because that is your right. Absolutely. Um, and when you do a podcast or when you do a radio show, people are allowed to disagree. No, no question. But name However, calling, name callings. Out, out of bounds. Well, again, I don't even care if you call me ugly or stupid or whatever. But this particular word is just so derogatory. And so I he you know, you always go to someone's profile and just you can just tell by the profile just not okay, but hang very on. what? Intelligent. Okay. Or with it. Okay. Or politically correct. Okay. Not that you have to be politically correct again, but just in general. Slightly racist and other things. So I've done a deep dive, and I know where this person lives now. All right. Because you know I'm a CSI agent on the side. I know that. I told somebody that yesterday. I'm going to go visit him. No, we're not. Donna, we're not doing that. No, I am. 
And I'm going to explain to him that, like, I don't give a damn if you like me or not, but you need to stop using this word. And especially in a public forum, sir. So I'm going to go visit him next week. Okay. And I'm going to take him some lunch. I'm going to take him some fried chicken because I think that's about up his cardio palate. And uh, I, I'm I just, going to bring I, him. I don't think it's a good I, idea. I don't. Well, I don't care. Okay. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to visit this fella. I guess this is where I plan a tease for the next episode. But I, I, I'm not going to do that because I'm very serious about this. I don't think that. This is the thing about social media. Uh, I, I signed off on social media. Uh, right before we started the morning gig at Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. Here's why. That kind of stuff's distracting. Um, and I've, I've told you. And I've told you for but months. it's hard to do a radio show and not interact I with under, listeners. Uh, well, understood. Understood. Uh, and, and, and social media has replaced the phone call with radio stations. Uh, yes. People never no, no longer call a radio station. You reach out on social media. And I hate that because I do not do social media. Uh, and I, I stopped social media and I put it to bed, put it in the ground, actually, about eight months ago. Because stuff like that became a distraction to me. You don't need to worry about my personal life. You don't need to worry about I'm, I'm happy with who I am. I'm comfortable in my skin. Uh, life's grand, okay? Or at least good. And and so I just, that kind of stuff just, it sticks with me. It stays with me. And I, and I just, I, I sometimes would, it would just, it would take me over. It would overtake me. And and you can't let someone who's a key, what do you want to call them? Key, uh, cowboy, uh, keyboard, cowboy behind their keyboard, cowboy keyboard. is what I said, yeah. Uh, you can't let somebody like keyboard, that. Keyboard, cowboy. You can't let somebody like yeah. that take you off your game. And that's what's happened here. No, it's not that. I just, it's just so derogatory. Like that terminology, I just can't stand it. And so it's like, I don't know. I just, uh, I just want to make sure he understands. That, I haven't listen, seen it. Why, I, what I want to say is, can you go in and I'll sit here right here with you right now and just change it to stupid. Like Donna is stupid. Um, I, well, I can't. I can't. I'm not no, a- no. I'm saying I'm going to say that to him. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like, let's do this together. Because I agree. I can be stupid. I can. Be, yeah. So let's just, all I'm asking you to do is change the word. I'm not asking you to change your opinion. You know what I mean? I know. I get it. I get it. But just I, change your word. I still think a personal visit, though, a door knock is out of the, it just shouldn't be. Done. Oh, no. I'm coming. It's unsafe. With dark meat chicken. Okay. All right. Some a okay. bucket full of, of course. it. All right. The reason and that no I can't. Wet wipes. Uh-huh. And no wet and wipes. And no wet wipes. Who are you telling that I'm a CSI agent? I don't remember. It was a conversation with somebody I had over the weekend, I guess. And I, because you, I, I said to them, I said, you know, she doesn't forget anything. She's, she's an elephant. She has a memory of an elephant. And, and you can be having a conversation with her and you, you miss, miss a date by two days. You say Thursday, January 10th, 1974, this happened. And Don will say, no, 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 no. That was a, that was a, a Monday that that happened. Uh, well, that sounds like a derogatory conversation with someone. Well, it's not at all. No, it's not at all. It's a, it's a, it's a talent that you have. How's that come up? I don't recall, Donna. I don't recall. But it was a, it's a talent that you have. You keep receipts. And then not the, not the printed kind. You keep them in your head. And that's a good thing because you can't, you, can't, you can't destroy those receipts. They're around forever, you know? Well, I don't know that it's a talent. It's actually what most people do. I don't have a vault. I just know when people are lying, as most people do. It's not about, like, keeping oh, receipts. Uh-huh. The only time that other people say this person keeps receipts is when they lie. Because... Otherwise, they love people who they can get confused and turned around. And don't you remember I told you this? Don't you remember? No, that's not what it is. I, I don't. I don't have a special talent. It's just called being a human and like more, more, knowing more what so, you're told and what's true and what's not true. More so than regular people, though. No, you I don't think so. I think oh, you'd be I surprised. Do. I think you have an ability to just recall a date and and, and events. 
um, from decades ago. Well, no, I do remember things. I'm, I'm present in my memories, and I spend a lot of right. time going back and remembering memories because I want to remember them. Like one of the things I say, like if I'm having a great day, like if I'm say I'm, I can remember this. Like I remember when you and I took, it was one of the first times we took Olivia to Disney World and we rode Dumbo because I remember riding Dumbo with my sister in that right. and how free I felt. And so when I got on that ride with Olivia, it makes me want to cry right now. I, I remember saying to myself, seal this in your brain, seal this in your memory. But it was a very special. That's, go ahead. That's the difference, Cadillac Jack. It's not a talent. It's just um, being present. Okay. What year Next. was that? What year were you at Disney with uh, Olivia when you had that moment? Um, we were there with her on spring break. You came down and surprised her. Right. To uh, 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 the the big resort, the, uh, uh, the Grand Floridian. Yes, the white resort there. Not white. We stayed on the four hundred level. Ethnicity, but but white is in color. Yeah, we stayed on the four hundred level. What does that mean? Well, I'm just telling you, I remember everything. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah. No, you do. You do. Uh, good, bad, and different. You got it all. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I said, yes, uh, uh, I guess that, does that ever work to your disadvantage? Um, Yeah, because you, you also, <laughs> listen, people who go through I'm gonna life. I'm going to be sorry I asked that question. I'm going to be sorry I asked that question. You're going to be. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, you're going to be because people who go through life accepting other people's bullshit right, have a much happier okay. life. All right. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, My Second Act podcast. Uh, well, I'm just saying, uh, like, you don't. You don't remember. You're like who me? You're per, right. You're like saying you as in me. You. You're saying you as in me. Huh? Are you saying you as in me personally? No, I'm saying you're saying is that ever disadvantage? So if if your boss or your your kids, your spouse, your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend tells you stuff, and you don't really remember things. And so they can talk you into believing that you're the problem. You were wrong. Don't you remember I told you I was going on a seven-day fishing trip with my friends or my girlfriend? You're like, wait, do you have a girlfriend? Remember I told you I do. All right. And you're like one of those people who doesn't remember anything. You just go with the flow. So now we're getting personal. Now it's me, right? No, you're not going on a seven-day fishing trip with your girlfriend. I don't fish. Yeah, I don't fish. Right. Or have a girlfriend. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. My point is, you ask the question, is it ever a negative? And it is because you remember everything. everything. So people can't get anything by you. It's a lot of information to have. But you know, they of- shouldn't be trying to get anything by you. All right. Uh, Are you fine with this? So the person who's trying to get things by you is mad that you have a good memory. Who's that person? Whoever, whoever, whoever may be in your life. Okay. Is like, I hate the fact that that person remembers everything because I can't get anything by them. Well, well, that's not the only reason why, maybe. Well, why would it be? Why would, why would having a memory, a really good memory be bad to another person? I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Think about that one and get back with us. Able to um, access the Bear 925 Facebook page, or I would as an admin. The reason I can't is I've lost all my credentials, not because they took them away from me, uh, but I lost them when my iPhone was misplaced over the weekend. And since that moment that I discovered hours later that my iPhone had been swiped somewhere, it has been hell. 
Your life is controlled. You are a slave to Apple. You are a slave to Google. And you have to pick one or the other in your life. Will there be a third to come, fourth, fifth? I'm sure there will be. But right now, for the years past, it's, it's been Google. It's been it's Google and Apple world. You take your pick of either or or maybe both, depending on you may, maybe your Google you know, work runs on Google platforms and, and you, you prefer Apple for your personal life, vice versa, whatever the case may be. If you lose your phone, you immediately start to sweat. You're anxious. You get warm because you realize your life is tied to that phone and Google and or Apple or both. It happened over, uh, happened, uh, Sunday or Monday. I then decided, uh, you know, find my iPhone is a great resource. And then just go to find my iPhone and we'll, uh, put it in there, plug it in there. And I'm sure I left it, you know, wherever I was, makes the most sense. And, um, I did that, Donna. And well, it uh, popped up a map just outside of, uh, of Charlotte, North Carolina, my hometown. Mm. And that's where my iPhone is and has been since late this weekend. Um, and it's been a process of going to the bank. It's been a process of, of buying a new iPhone. It's been a process of downloading your contacts. And then, you know, you don't always update. So how many pictures have you lost? How many contacts do you not have? Um, and it just makes you spin. It makes you absolutely spin. And your world is, is like on a tilt-a-whirl at the county fair. Yeah, I know it's bad how connected we are to these things. You know, I've, I've, I think I've told the story before on the podcast. I am notorious, and I've stopped doing it. I now take my purse in. I used to be like, okay, I don't want to take my big old heavy purse in, so I'll take my phone in, like if I'm going into Costco, say. And I'm like, I don't want to take this big old purse, so I'll just take my phone or whatever and leave it in my jacket. Mistake. I have put my phone down. I, I think I did tell the story one time. I put it down in the wine section at Costco. I don't know what I was doing over there, just perusing. I can't imagine. And I swear, I think it was before Thanksgiving. And I got out of the parking lot. And I'm like, shoot, I don't have my phone. And I went back. And you know how you always start at the front area. You're like, did anybody turn in an iPhone? You know, they hear that. I, listen, as a manager of a store, I hear it 22 times a day. Nope, no one's turned it in. Write your number down on a sticky, but I don't know how the hell I'm going to call you. Okay, well, here's my you know other person's number. Just call them if it comes in. And then I'm like, they were like, well, you should retrace your steps. I looked at this man in Costco like, sir. It is before Thanksgiving, and I'm in Costco. Do you know how many steps I have taken? Seriously. Like, I went through the towels. First, I went through the laptops. I don't even need a laptop. Right, the jewelry. And then I went through, I thought it was cool that they sold refrigerators at Costco, so I opened a refrigerator. So I actually had to go open a refrigerator and see if I had put my but you don't. But you don't need a refrigerator, right? You never just, needed one. And then I ended out. up over, like, on these jackets that you could put on dogs. Dog didn't need a jacket at the time. Then, then you hit the sample kiosk. Then I hit the sample kiosk, and then, you know where I found it? I went right. through the wine section, because uh -huh. I thought, I spent a lot of time in the wine section, because right. I was picking out wine for Thanksgiving. Do you know where I found it? Uh, next to a nice rosé. No, I found it on the ice where the crab claws are. And seafood? Yes. How close is that to wine? Close, and I wasn't buying crab claws. Crab, okay. I think what happened because I have rampant ADD is I like put it on the ice and I'm like, oh shoot, yeah, I got to go grab a bottle of wine. And then I headed over to the wine section and was there for 45 minutes. Right. Just got distracted. But I don't know what that man was doing that was cracking crab claws that he didn't see that there was an iPhone laying on his ice. Who's, who's cracking crab claws? The little man at Costco. But at the sample kiosk. No, he's where you go to get the crab claws. Well, he'd be the butcher. Well, he's not a butcher because he's not butchering a crab. He's a crab cracker. Okay. There is a difference, I guess. Yeah. So I went back up to the front and saw the same guy who, you know, told me at the front desk that I should retrace my steps. An hour and 15 minutes later, I'm like, like, I was mad at him. I'm like, I found it. He's like, okay, well, good. 
He's like, where'd you find it? I said, on the ice in the crab claw section. He just looked at me like, lady, time to go home and take your medication. Well, maybe pop a bottle of wine or two. Something. That you have in your buggy. It's, but it's, you're right though. It is the worst feeling. And especially I was telling you when you have kids, I mean, luckily ours aren't little anymore, but oh my gosh, it used to send me over the edge because is someone sick? Is someone in the nurse's office? Does someone need you? Is someone, you know, how did our moms and dads do survive? Yeah, how did they do it before technology overtook the world? How did they call our mamas if we were throwing up at school? Um, how did they do that? No kidding. Well, how, the first thing they the did, remember the janitor would put down that stuff? It smelled. Yeah. Yes. And then they would probably like clean you up because back then the teachers cleaned you up. Now, if I'm a teacher, I get it. If you're listening to this podcast and you're an educator, I totally understand. Like I'm not, I don't want to clean up my own throw up, much less anybody else's. Right. So I'm sending you straight to the infirmary. With chunks all over your face. All of it. But how did they See call you your later. mama? Well, how did they call your mama on the, on the, the house phone? The how did line? they? The I guess line. on the landline. Yeah. But I mean, was Harriet bowling? She was in a bowling league. Well, I think that the, the world back then too, you weren't expected. If you got a phone call. It wasn't in the rules that you had to return it in three minutes or you're going to get penalized. Seriously. Uh, now it seems that's the case. If, God, I was thinking the other day, what do you think about this? Do you do read receipts on text messaging? If someone has them on, I know they've read it, but I don't do it. Okay. So, but you don't offer up read receipts to anyone in mm-hmm. your contact. Okay. Here's the thing. If I have read receipts on, for whatever reason, it's my phone, it's my life, uh, you're sending me a message. If I have read receipts on, and you see that I've read your text message, but haven't responded for whatever reason in the world it may be. That doesn't give you uh, a license to to harass me about having not responded to your text message. Because just because I've read it, uh, it doesn't dictate an immediate response. But there are people that think that that's the case, and it just pisses me off. I just want to get that in there. Well, we could go into a whole, we could do an entire podcast on you and on me. Here we go again. Okay. And what etiquette? Just in general, like in general etiquette, an entire you episode. Are well, we've talked about this before. Everybody in your life that knows you refers to you as "Where's Waldo?" Okay, wonderful. Everybody. Well, I appreciate that. I didn't know that from That's me, wonderful. Steve Mitchell, our producer, the kids, everybody. Uh-huh. Because you will not respond. Period. And I understand that. Like, if you're busy, and I agree, you don't have to respond in two minutes. But what you don't understand is uh-huh. when someone sends you something, you text back and say, "Hey, tied up." I don't literally or figuratively. I don't know, but I'm both. just tied Sometimes up right both. now. Okay. But let's talk at seven. You are notorious. I mean, all the kids laugh about it. Even Will said it the other day. This is dad. I'll call you in 15 minutes. And then two days later. Okay. I'm glad this episode has become um, <laughs> the, the beat the F out of me. It's not. I'm just saying you brought up the whole phone thing. Like my thing about like phone etiquette is I agree. You, if you read a, if, if somebody says, "Well, I know you read it," it doesn't mean you have to get right does back it, to yeah, it. It doesn't matter that I read. But it. you should at least send a text to people to say, "Hey, are you going to be available at?" I don't owe you that because if I didn't well, it's have not about owing people, if that, I didn't have read receipts, hang on, if I didn't have read receipts on, you'd never known that I read your 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 text. Just pretend like you don't know. Okay, again, it's just etiquette. It's just phone etiquette. All right, simple phone etiquette. Uh, what is it? Genuine etiquette or uh, general etiquette. During this episode of uh, Cadillac Jack, my second. Well, about Cadillac Jack specifically. Uh, this entire. So episode. I have to tell you about. We had so much fun. You came over Sunday night, and we ate dinner with the kids. And when you left, you missed out on the big um, pumpkin throw. Okay. Pumpkin toss. Right. So I have heard I was going to get rid of these pumpkins that have been sitting on my porch forever because I'm like, it's time to move on from Halloween. Um, 
And I'm going to skip over Thanksgiving for the front porch decorations and go straight to Christmas. You know what I mean? Sure. But I thought about dressing up my skeleton like Santa Claus. I don't know if I do that or not. I, I, I don't oh, think okay. that, that Jesus' birthday needs to be associated in any way with a skeleton. Well, but this is Santa Claus. Um, skeleton Claus. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I still think that's a bad idea. But you, okay, listen, I'll, do what you like. Do what you like. Well, I'm not going to do it. But anyways, um, so somebody said, hey, don't waste your pumpkins. If you have some area behind your house, which we have a lot of woods and a lot of land, they said throw the pumpkins back there because the deer right. and the raccoons and the pumpkins. But I'm like, oh, I've gotten rid of that raccoon. I don't need him back. Right. There, there are but animals I do that you see a do lot not of deer. want. Yeah, you do not want certain animals near your home. No, but here was the problem. They had just picked up the trash, and these pumpkins were kind of mushy. So I had to get rid of them, but I didn't want to put them in the trash because I knew they were going to smell for seven days until they re-picked up the trash. Right. So I said to Will and Charlotte, I go, we're going to go have some fun. And they're like, where are we going? We're going to the bars? And I'm like, no, people. First of all, you're underage, and Will's like a grandpa. He's not going to a bar, you know? So I said, grab the pumpkins off the front porch. They were like, mmm. And I said, Come you're to like, the what again? It sounded like your dad. Sounded like dad there. Hmm. We're going to toss these pumpkins as far as we can. And if you're mad or angry or frustrated with something in your life, you make that pumpkin your, you know what? What, what are you making the pumpkin? You know, like your your witch. You know. Yes. Okay. So Charlie got the little ones, and Will got the big orange ones. And I tried to tell these children. It was very dark. I'm like, go out further into the yard where there's not such a slope. But they were like, well, we don't want to get wet, and we're afraid there's something out here. So they kind of stood by the wall where there's a a steep slope. You know what I'm talking about? And Roscoe and I are just standing out there filming, of course. And because this is, there's always a moment to go TikTok viral. And at this point in my life, listen, it's either that or sell my toes on OnlyFans. And so I'm just trying to get something going. You're selling your toes on OnlyFans. Yeah. So I'm like, chunk those pumpkins. You can do it. The both of those two threw them up there. They roll back down the hill. Five times these pumpkins come up and down the hill. Will does this spin maneuver, like holds the pumpkin up by his ear, like he's the shot put guy. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Twirls around three times and throws it. It rolls back down the hill. Roscoe was very perturbed by all this. Now, Roscoe is our... Our uh, our hound dog. Our hound dog. So I said, give me the damn pumpkin. So I took the little one, not the big one. I chunked that thing. I'm telling you, I think it landed in Union Hill. That's which is a, two cities up. Well, us. about four miles. That's quite an yeah. arm you have. I mean, I'm like, come on, put some meat behind it. And so then they got inspired. So what I did was I put on the Rocky theme on my phone and they got so invigorated and they were running around the yard like crazy kids throwing these pumpkins out into the woods. And I want you to know, Calent Jack, I looked out yesterday morning and there was a little family of deer out there in the woods eating on the pumpkin. Did that make you feel warm? Well, I went outside. These deer, they they don't give a crap. They well, will the not rut, leave. The I mean, like, the rut's going on. They're horny. They're horny. They as don't right care. Now. So I go out there and I take this video and I send it to Will and I said, "Look, what you've done. You're feeding the deer." And he sent me back. That is so sweet. Now, had I sent that to you or Olivia, I wouldn't hear from you for a week. Olivia is our 19 year old daughter who's a sophomore at UT Knoxville. Who texts like you? Doesn't. Thank you, Donna. Here you go. Like 
Jack, My Second Act, the podcast. Brought to you by Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. By T-Mobile, if you're paying more than 50 bucks a month for home internet service, you're paying too much. T-Mobile.com. Fable Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And now Fable Ford Mobile Service, Brightmore Hospice, Brightmore Healthcare, brightmorehealthcare.com. And Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Road, Gainesville. Donna and the Gallery family have been with us for, uh, man, nearly going on four years. Can you believe that, Donna? Going on four years with the podcast. Season one, episode yeah. one is when uh, Donna signed and uh, said, you know what? You got my 100% support, and uh, we cannot thank you enough, Donna, and the Gallery Furniture for that support. Yeah, she's a great partner. Head there and get furniture for every, great furniture for every room in your home that is a price just right. Maybe you're looking for just a pop piece, and, and that's not like a chair you put in the corner. Just to offset like a, uh, what was it, the gray color you just had many of your rooms painted in the house? Uh, agreeable gray. gray. Agreeable Which gray. Which you loved. I, I did love it. I, I love the agreeable gray. But maybe there's uh, just a bunch of agreeable gray or, or colors very similar to it in a particular room. You find a pop piece. You find a purple chair. It just makes you go, bam, wow. Uh, you find, uh, you find, uh, you know, a beautiful mirror, some wall art. Things that you find at Gallery Furniture that will, uh, that will make that room pop. 1600 Browns Retro Gainesville. And on uh, Instagram. They update daily, multiple posts every day of uh, things that are coming in on the six, seven trucks that hit each week. And Instagram follow is at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. At Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Uh, Wolfman is uh, 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 Daryl. Dwayne. Wolfman was what? Don. What was what was his real name? Dwayne. What? I just always knew him as the Wolfman. Doyle. 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 I knew it started with a D. Uh, Wolfman. Wolfman is Donna's daddy, and you remember them from the uh, from the eighties and TBS Superstation during the Braves game. Uh, they had man some of the funniest commercials you've ever seen. They were they were raw. They were they were homemade pretty much. Well, this time of year they would be dressed up like pumpkins, and then they would move into dressing up like pilgrims, then reindeer. And Donna was always the one dressing up. And you know, if you were lucky enough, I'll never forget this. I was so mad one time. Heidi Lummis, who went to high school with us, uh-huh. got to dress up like a pumpkin, and I was so mad. I'm like, why didn't she invite me to be a pumpkin? Well, why did she choose her over you? Well, they were just better, closer friends at the time, or okay. I don't know. Right. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was at the time, but I've let it go. If you Google uh, gallery furniture, you know, classic TV commercials or something like that. Uh, some of the Yeah, YouTube, they're available on YouTube. Oh, they're hilarious. Some of the outtakes, too. Absolutely yes. hilarious. Um, so check that out. Gallery furniture. Love you, Donna. Thank you, Marilyn, and our gallery furniture family. Uh, Morgan Wallen over the weekend, Donna. 120,000 plus fans of uh, Morgan Wallen, country music fans and listeners of the Beer 92.5, uh, descended on Truist Park where the Atlanta Braves play. And uh, two sold-out shows. You were there representing the Bear 92.5 Saturday night. Yeah, I went with our dear friend Betsy. We had so much fun. Oh my gosh. If people were privy to our conversations. Um, but man, we had fun. Um, I it was just a great cross mix of country listeners. You know, I think people think we talk an awful lot about Morgan Wallen on this podcast and Taylor Swift. Right. And if those are not two of your interesting uh people that you follow, I totally get it. But don't believe the headlines and the hype as far as it goes with Morgan Wallen. Go see a concert. See him live. It was incredible. Um, he played 21 songs, four encores. Everything except the one Jason Isbell song he wrote or had a hand in writing. He was, you know, part of a writing group. Um, super talented. Just having the time of his life, super engaged. Um, he had on a vest. He looked like he was going to Costco. It was like this... Blue and green vest, right. black kind of suit type pants, and a black turtleneck. I'm like, I'm here for it. Should we hit the hot dogs first, or should we hit the beach chairs? You know, what do we need, Morgan? Right. And He's like nothing, Donna. Now, I'm like, okay, well, let's just go home and kiss then. Anyway, okay, all right. I'm so sorry. Um, 
He, let's see, great walk up, walked up to Broadway Girls. They did tape um, the 98 Braves performance, and that's going to be part of the Billboard Music Awards. That's going to be his performance for the upcoming Billboard Music Awards. Because BBMAs, BBMAs are, are pre-taped probably 90%. Including the the, yes. the winners, and you know, if you if you're invited to the BBMAs, the Billboard Music Awards, you've won, uh, and they expect you to be there. If you have not won, you don't get an invitation. Really, is the way that pans out. But the performance slots are all pre-taped. Uh, I think every single one of them is, and they try to find unique ways to present these artists or, or put the artists in unique places for their performances, and that, that makes great sense to do 98 Braves with Morton Wallen at Truist Park. Yeah, I don't know if it was night one because he didn't do any kind of acceptance speech. You know what I mean? Right. Well, On I don't know two, that they would so- do that. I don't know that they would actually do that at the venue. So look for that. BB Mays are coming up, I think, next week. Sure. Yeah. And I heard a lot of people that went to the show saying, I thought he was going to bring on like special guests from Atlanta, like little Dirks or little Dirk, little the singular, it's not plural. Little Dunkaroos. Yeah, Dirk. Whatever, you know, whoever, these couple of rappers from Atlanta. But he did, honestly, he didn't need them. And I was kind of glad he didn't. I always feel like that's kind of a crutch, you know, when artists go to a city and sometimes they're great collaborations and sometimes they're not. But um, he had Bailey Zimmerman out for I Deserve a Drink, he had Ernest out for Cowgirls. Um, and I'm telling you, the cowgirls were out, and the cowboys were out. It was a great night. Anybody fall night. down or anything? You see? Um, I did see them. Unfortunately, have to take someone out, um, on a stretcher right right near us. An older gentleman. Um, well, the older yeah. meaning what? How old is old? Well, I mean, it wasn't like I think everybody you know you would perceive that it's going to be like a high school or college student, but this guy was probably in his 20s, 30s, and it I just had old. too much. Sorry, old. I think it's not old. How can you say that's old? My point is, it wasn't. A young, young kid. I got you, like 19 on a, on, a, on a fake ID or something. Correct. All right. Donna representing the Bear 92.5 at Morgan Wallen. Two sold-out shows over the weekend at Truist Park, home of your Atlanta Braves. Look for the performance of 98 Braves on the upcoming Billboard Music Awards at BBMAs. Join us weekday mornings, 530 till 10 Eastern. Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. It's Cadillac and Donna, and we have a lot of fun. you got honky-tonk headlines with Donna, the latest country music news. We, uh, we just laugh and goof and have a good time. And it's a simple search for the Bear 92.5 app. You can listen free and download the app for free as well, the Apple uh, store or Google Play. Search for the Bear 925. Bam! Pops right up. You can send an alarm. I need to do a little more of that. So, Donna, coming up, uh, you want to tell a story now about uh, Genuine Parts Company? Yeah, I just find this interesting, and I want to see what you think about this. I came across this story um, in the Business Chronicle, and it was talking about the CEO, uh, Paul Donahue, of Genuine Parts Company, which is a huge company here in Atlanta. Um, it's a 164-year-old company, okay? And he said he's changed his attitude toward hybrid work. The employees have only been having to come to work two days a week, okay? And now he's asking them to come in three days a week. One more day, okay? Ooh, I mean. These people are so angry. Like, I couldn't figure out what had happened with this company because people were just going nuts. Like, how dare them do this? So I thought maybe they had, like, taken away their bonuses, their benefits, something. They're asking these people to come to work. An additional day. An additional day. And his whole take on it is if you had told me, and he says this, you know, 20 years ago, that we would have employees only working in the office two days a week, I would have said, that's never going to happen. He said, but it's been happening. And we're just, we're, we're really want productivity. We think it will come up if we can get one more FaceTime day with people, you know, face-to-face interacting with each other. And you would think, like I said, that these people were like, you no longer have a job and you're not getting any severance. It's one day. We were all trained. Our brains were conditioned during COVID uh, to think that you really don't have to work hard anymore. 
uh, that you can work from home. You can you can wear your slippers and uh, drink your coffee from your, your Keurig machine and and not get a whole lot done. And I don't know that that was the case all the time. I think that actually productivity during COVID maybe spiked a little more than it would have in the office when people were at home because I think they were happier. They were with their, their pets or with the kids who are out of school. Now that kids are back in school uh, and the pets are, are out on the front porch, you know, and, and so things have changed again. There's been another pivot. Did you know that Georgia has one of the largest uh, percentages of uh, COVID spikes right now of any state in the nation? Oh, boy. I was uh, in an elevator over the weekend and people wearing masks. And I just wanted to say, y'all, let's take those things off. It's okay. You know, if, if you, you, you're going to, he's going to call you home, D-Rock, at some point, right? He, capital H, is going to call you home. If it's for COVID, it's for COVID. If it's for, you know, uh, hitting a deer and, 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 and the deer losing his life and you as well, that's what happens. Okay. You know? well, what? We're way what? off task here. We're not off task there at all. He calls you home and he's ready to see you. Okay. All right. And you don't get, uh, D-Rock is, uh, well, uh, hang on, hang on. D-Rock's in the Brightmore Healthcare Studios with us, Donna. Uh, D-Rock okay. is a personality here at the Bear 92.5 and uh, just a steward of the Lord and uh, one of the, the biggest stewards of the Lord that I know. Uh, what, what are you thinking over there? You're shaking your head. So what did that have to do with General Parts? With General Parts? Exactly. Thank you. Let's have D-Rock <laughs> join the podcast. Let's have D-Rock join the podcast. Look, I, I could tell that Donna was ready to wrap that one back in. What? What are you talking about? He, the General Parts. How do we get How do we get there? How do you get where? To General Parts? Because they're, they're calling people From back. From COVID. Through COVID, the Lord is calling them back in because you're in COVID. Oh yeah, okay. Working so at home, the, the, during COVID. working at home. Okay, working at home. Right. During COVID. I, I, I forgot how we got there. Let's have D Rock in on this segment. So here's my thought process. Okay, on this. I, I mean, and it's interesting because you have a new baby, mm-hmm. and like I do think that sometimes I think the good things that came out of COVID are people are able to leave work earlier. They're able to sort of manage a little more bit more of work life balance. But here's my question to you, Caddy. Since COVID, have you become a lazier employee? Do you think? Probably, but but that that is not. There's not much of that at all. I've, I've always said work is something. That, the only thing in my life that I take seriously, and the only thing that I truly excel at. Um, I can be a shitty husband. I can be a shitty father. Um, I okay, can well, a, nobody said that. Well, no, but I know I can be. And but but with work, it's always been. I've always taken my work very seriously, and always always. Put in as as much as needed, and then some even. But you uh, take work. being a father very seriously. I take it very yes, seriously, does, but I can be a shitty father, and I've been a shitty father at times. I think that, that well, we everyone yeah. can be that at times. Yeah, whether you miss things, whether you it, it, it gets into your guilt and you carry it with you, you know. But but a lot of times that's due to work. You know, I think sure. prior to the pandemic, we were expected to work, 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 work until six thirty, and if you miss your kid's ball game, that's just it. tough. The boss didn't care. Now yeah. I think there is some some empathy and sympathy for things like that. But I also think, and I, I want to hear what D-Rock thinks about this. This is very interesting. I also think that in the pandemic, because everybody started watching all these TikToks and on Instagram lives and Zooming and doing all this stuff, that people thought literally in their mind, these are great ways to make money. Like, I'm never going to have to go back to work. I'm going to film a TikTok video. I'm going to become famous. This, I'm going to become an influencer. This is how I'm going to do the rest of my life. And you know, I, I know people that are trying to excel at that right now and if you know, failing miserably. Uh, yeah. There, there's a, uh, there's a, there's an online preacher named Isaiah Salvador. He started, uh, pra- uh, he started studying algorithms and stuff in 2019 because he said the Lord told him to start preaching online. And then 2020 hit. Well, now every time the guy, pandemic, that, pandemic that, right, 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 pandemic hit. So, uh, now every time he goes live because he started studying the in-depth stuff about algorithms and stuff like that in 19, He'll go live and he'll have three, four thousand people watch it. Now you got people that don't want to even put in that much effort. Now that even that guy, he put in a lot of effort to do what he's doing now. 
uh, and and to see the result he's seeing. Even the, the social media influencers that do that, they 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 put in a lot of effort to do what they do. Oh, no kidding. And you just hit on the biggest point of it all. If you do that correctly, it's a job. Mm-hmm, for sure. And it's actually a job very different than a nine-to-five job because you have to be on your – if you're a social media influencer, they'll tell you it's absolutely exhausting because you can't leave the rat race because that's your job. Right. But yet you have to post everything you're doing all the time. And it's exa- you, you used the word exhausting uh, earlier in this episode, and it is, it's just that because you, you have to always be on. You always have to have your camera, your video camera on from your cell phone, and your friends and your family hate you, by the way, because you're always putting that damn thing in front of their face. Right. Or they're always seeing it. You're always asking them to hold it. Will you film this? Will you do this? But think well, about you have to this. Find ways to be creative. Think about this. Think about how exhausting it actually is because your life is based around what other people think. And the likes that you get, the the uh, the shares that you get, the amount of people that go to your YouTube page and subscribe. If you you know if if you put up a video and it doesn't do as well as say your last video, and here's the thing, we have a we have an artist that started right here on the Bear Nine Two Five named Andrew Janakas, who started advertising here on the Bear right organically. Uh, we were promoting his TikTok, his uh, his so you know Apple media platforms, right, right. And, and the guy blew up over TikTok overnight by cooking in the kitchen, right? Well, I mean, now. He's a, he's a chef somewhere. Right. Is he? I don't know. Working at Walmart or something. Okay, I don't know. Okay. No, he's not working at Walmart. He's still trying to make it. But it was like an overnight thing. He's t- now Then he was sitting in Sony Records, and now he's back to it, it burned. It, it burned on the back end as quickly as it went right, on the front end. But imagine how mentally that yeah, affects true, somebody. True. Good point. Good point. That's D-Rock, Don. But, but it's such a lesson to people that. And to kids and, and this generation that we're bringing up that there's no shortcut. And I say this all the time. I say this to our kids. You know, I've said it to Will when he's like, someone approached me about, you know, doing this semi like multi-level marketing. I said, Will, if there was a uh, shortcut get, get to rich that quick. kind of success, yeah. everybody be doing it. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Good point. There's no shortcut for hard work and doing the job the right way. And I just, I think, you know, people talk about this new generation and da, 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 and this, and this is why they don't do that. But I think that they, what they see on their screens are people making it big, doing very little. Well, then you got people like Oliver Anthony that put out one song by the morning, by within 12 hours, the thing had gone viral. And it's kind of like, okay, how did that happen? Richmond North of Richmond was a song. That's right. But don't you think he's kind of fading down some? But, oh, he, I think but he's he, here's already. the thing: I don't think he ever wanted to be that in the first place. Good point. I don't think he did either. But fame found him on 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 social media. In the and woods, on t- yeah, in the woods, he lived in a damn camper. And, you know, and, and accredited to him, he said, "You know, I was just looking." This is what he said. He said, "I was just looking forward to playing uh, bingo halls." You know, he said, "Now they're telling me I got to have all these things, but yeah. all these people, it's going to cost all this money." He said, "I never ordered any of that." Yeah, true that. He's a, a very good artist, and uh, on the Bear ninety two five here in Atlanta, we kind of broke him. Uh, nationwide, um, and it was, uh, but was it was he a flash in the pan? And, and I think you're right there. He doesn't care whether yeah, he is or not. He, he doesn't. doesn't care. He wants his simple life, and you're not going to get that on TikTok. Your life ain't going to be simple. I love if you're, this having D Rock in on uh, our podcast. We should we should bring him in every every maybe every third Tuesday. Every we third should. Tuesday. Yes. All right. Here's what happens, D Rock. You get very. It's different than the radio. You get very comfortable. Next thing you know, you're telling all kind of secrets yeah, and stuff, yeah. and your wife's like, D Rock, why are you talking about that on the radio? Oh, I've already. I've We're doing the podcast. Doing yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Because it's two different worlds. You know, you can say yes. anything you want to say in the podcast world. Radio, you can't do so much. All right, that's uh, that's it for this episode, and uh, thank you for listening. Have a 10-catty kind of day. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. 
Uh, Steve Mitchell provides production assistance uh, for the radio show on Atlanta's Beer 92.5, weekday mornings, 5.30 till 10, and also for the podcast you're listening to, Cadillac Check My Second Act. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Check My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs>